0: This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Our guest today uh, is Peter Palchik, uh, who is an Israeli judoka. He competes in the under 100 kilograms weight category and won a bronze medal in the 2018 European Judo Championship. In January this year, Peter was second in the world judo rank. Peter, thank you so much for speaking with Knowledge at Wharton today.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Thank you.
0: So to begin with, Peter, uh, uh, how, how did you get interested in judo? It's an interesting uh, question.
1: Uh, it starts very, very early. And I was born in the half island of Crimea in russia and i was born um, 12 pounds (laughs) Hmm. i was born very very big baby Uh, it was a a baby that eat a baby (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and uh, because of that the birth was very very difficult also for me and also from and also for my mom and she was 54 hours in the birth room Oh my. In in some point yes in some point the doctors started to save her and not me.
2: Hmm.
1: We had uh, we had a lot of di- difficulties uh, in the birth and because of, of because of everything I mean I mentioned mentioned the birth was uh, uh, because of the birth I born with a lot of deficiencies uh, in uh, in my body a lot of uh, uh, bones and uh, uh, and a lot of parts of my body that was not uh, uh, healthy. So the doctors, uh, all the, almost all the doctors, give away right away and said we don't uh, we don't want to uh, treat this baby. But because of my grandfather, he was very known man in in the town. It is a small town, and one doctor said to my grandfather that. Uh, I can I should mention that uh, my grandfather's name is Peter. I was named after him <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and uh, And one doctor came to my grandfather and said, uh, "Give me this baby, I will fix him." And my grandfather was driving uh, in in the winter of Russia uh, to the mountains to this doctor every day to to fix me up and After several months, uh, I was very healthy. And the doctor said, it's not finished yet, because this baby should, uh, should be doing sports. And if he can, even uh, fighting sports, to build him up and make him stronger. And this is the way he can, uh, he can be, continue with the health. So when I, uh, when I came to Israel with my mom alone, after two years, uh, my grandfather and grandmother uh, came also. And, and uh, my grandfather took me to the nearest uh, judo center. And I was uh, in love with this sport, with this ma- magical sport, right away. So <laughs> this is uh, the beginning story.
0: Wow, that's quite a remarkable story. So w- what was it about judo that, that attracted you so much, especially as a child?
1: I was a very energetic child, and I was uh, very big. I was uh, strong and I didn't know uh, what to do with myself, with my energy and with, with my power. So, judo helped me to to motivate myself and to put all the energy and all my uh, uh, all, all my power and all my uh, 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 specialties to judo. And it gave it gave me a, a century a century. I was. Right away, I knew I am good at it, and I was able to do uh, a lot of uh, uh, strong techniques that other kids uh, can't do. And I knew, I knew right away that this is my path in my life. Since i very, very since I was a very very uh, uh, young kid.
0: Did and you play?
1: I can play. I can, Yeah. Did you yes? play any
0: other sports like soccer or any other sports?
1: my grandfather didn't let me do <laughs> my, my my grandfather was uh um, was an officer in the russian submarines army oh. in the navy
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it was very he, he was very he's he still very very tough man in everything he taught me was uh, how to be tough and how to be strong with the, with the life he always said that life uh, is not uh, is not going to be easy with uh, with me so my grandfather, my grandfather, uh, always, uh, always uh, taught me that I should, I should be professional uh, in one thing, and I should be the best at it. And that's what that's what he did. He didn't let me do anything, uh, anything else. No different sports. Only judo. And he he was, uh, uh, when he was uh, uh, at home, he tried to. Uh, yeah tried to coach me also in my in my home in my uh in my uh, uh when I when I was home uh, not not playing with my friends I was I was uh, training with my grandfather he Interesting. Always, uh, he worked in the metal uh, metal factory so he was building building to me uh, a lot of uh, uh let's let's uh, let's call it uh, toys <laughs> but it was uh uh, training. It, it was it was toys for trainings and for exercises. So the train the trainings uh, was not uh, were not uh, finished only in the judo center. Uh, there was only there was on, also in the uh, in the home when I was uh, going back home. Always training.
0: So so when you were a boy and you were learning judo both in the home as well as in the judo center. What do you think Judo taught you, and how did Judo change you?
1: I think Judo uh, built my character, because Judo has a lot of uh, uh, values about respect, about uh, mutual respect, because you're always training with someone, with a partner. So I can tell you that the first thing you do when you come to the Judo Center we call it uh, in Japanese. We call it dojo because in the, the trainings we speak Japanese. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The the, the 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 Japanese they invented the judo 200 years ago. So uh, all around the world, uh, people talk Japanese in the trainings. So when we come to the dojo, the training hall of the of the judo, first we bow. We bow. Uh, we bow to the mat we step on on the training. Then we bow to the coach in, in the beginning of the training. After that, when we start the training with the partners and started to throw each uh, each other. Uh, after before the fight we bow and after the fight we bow. When we ended when we finish the training, we bow again to the coach again to the mat when we leaving so everything about judo it's about the mutual respect and that the, this thing i love the most so i think um, i was uh, i was uh, taught uh, by judo uh, about the the respect values and this is a great thing i
2: think
0: you know that's a great answer now i i understand that you 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 were injured seriously uh a few years ago how how did that affect your 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 involvement with the game
1: i can tell you about uh, two big injuries i had and the two of them are very unique because uh, each one of them uh, teaches me a lot about myself i will start from the beginning in in 2011 I, i got my first big medal in the world, uh, in the world ranking, I got the silver medal in the European Championship under 20, under 20, under the age of 21. So I was the vice European champion, and I was the second in the world ranking under the age of 21. And I and I thought I was invincible <laughs> mm.
2: Mm.
1: until until one of the one uh, one time in uh, one training. I fell on my knee, very very bad from from high from very high uh, uh, throw, and I hurt my knee very badly. It was so bad that my injury was very very rare. So none of the doctors, none of the uh, uh, doctors that uh, that look looked look at me, they didn't want to make the surgery. Uh, so I got to the so I got to the one doctor that uh, that that agreed to make this uh, surgery. It, it is a very difficult surgery, and the rehabilitation from this surgery is one and a half year. So immediately after the surgery, I got into uh, big questions myself: uh, if I should keep going with this sport, and I started uh, I started to work minimal jobs like a, like a, a, like a teacher in, in the schools uh, of, of the young kids, and I was helping uh, I, will help, I was helping them with homeworks and stuff. I started to coach uh, young kids uh, judo, uh, and I started also even uh, to work as a bar as a barkeeper hmm. in the nights. And this was the the most uh, difficult thing to me. I, I I didn't see how I how I'm coming back to the to the judo. And uh, after almost two, two, two and a half years, that uh, I'm I feel I I'm stuck in the in one place, uh, in one night in one in one uh, uh, very special shift night shift. In the bar, I, I see in front of my eyes my national coach, Ernst Maja. He looked at me and say, Peter, what are you doing in the bar? And I'm saying, what are you doing here? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and he said to me that the, a that the friend, uh, that his friend uh, wanted to take him uh, to his birthday and the, the one special thing that my coach is not living uh, close to me so he shouldn't he shouldn't have been uh, even be there. so I, I immediately I was shocked and he said to me peter you should leave everything all your jobs all, all, all your side jobs you should leave them and come back to the team come come back to the national team because you have the potential to be an Olympic champion, and it was uh, a, a couple of minutes uh, uh, talk, and then he, he left. I was I was uh, back home after uh, several hours of job, uh, 4 a.m. in the morning. I, I can't sleep. I always thinking about this conversation with my national uh, national coach, Oren Smaza. and then I decided. I'm going back to the national team. I'm going back to chase my dream to be an Olympic champion. Wow. I'm coming back to the team. Yes. <laughs> so
2: that's that's quite team. a story.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, actually, it's it, it continuous. Is, is that okay for me, for you?
0: Yes, yes, of mm-hmm. course. Of course.
1: I'm coming back to the team, and I can tell you that things are not coming easy for me. I'm not uh, winning as I'm uh, as I was as I was winning before, and it was a very difficult time for me. I can tell you that I'm I I started uh, to win medals in the competitions and I'm starting to back uh, to come back to myself to, to my uh, achievements, and I'm heading to the Rio Olympics uh, Olympic Games. I was ranking in the world in the Olympic ranking uh, 32 and I can tell you that the first 30 uh, guys in my category in my weight category are, are going uh, to the Olympics so I I should have win uh, one medal one, uh, another one medal in the competition in the next competition and I was into the Olympics but in, the, in December of 2015 I I was competing in the China Grand Prix, a big competition. In the quarterfinals, I'm fighting against Mongolian guy that uh, is a very tough and difficult uh, athlete to fight with because he's Olympic champion. He's very strong. And his guy makes a very, very dangerous uh, move, uh, a very dangerous technique on my shoulder, and <laughs> I'm very excited to tell the story every time I tell it again. <laughs> this guy, when he makes uh, this uh, uh, very dangerous move on me, uh, I should have uh, fallen on my back and lose the fight. But uh, my, my, uh, my, my thinking was to win this, this, uh, this match against him and mm-hmm. not to fall on my back. So I moved to the other side. Because I moved up to the other side and not to the side I should fall, my uh, my shoulder went out and
2: oh boy, it, hmm.
1: it, uh, yes it was dislocated immediately
2: hmm.
1: and I was out of the competition and I was lying back on my uh, I was lying on my back looking uh, looking up to the to the light and I said to myself there is no Olympic Games for me. I knew it was a very, a very uh, serious uh, injury. When I come to, to home, Israel, and the doctors uh, checked me, they say you must uh, do surgery. Again, I'm gonna lie on the on the uh, on the surgery uh, table. The doctors uh, make the surgery, and they said you have nine months. Of uh, rehabilitation after, and I I understand that the Real Olympics is done for me,
2: hmm.
1: but I can make I can make uh, a difference here because I took these nine months of rehabilitation as a nine months of of a, of a baby of a mother that carries the baby.
2: Hmm. I
1: take as, I take this as a reborn, and this is uh, this is the point when I started to 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 call myself the new Peter. Because I was, I, I tell to myself, I will not, I'm not giving up, I'm not giving up on, on my goal, I'm not giving up on my dream. I decided to be Olympic champion, and nothing will stop me. So I I I, I come I coming back with the rehabilitation, and I was so committ- committed to the process that I can tell you that uh, I three months after the surgery, I was uh, married, and my wife said to me. Let's go for a honeymoon, and I said, uh, "Listen, Danielle, there is no honeymoon. <laughs> I'm not missing even one. I'm not missing even one uh, training, even one day of uh, physiotherapy and training. No, even one day I'm not gonna miss. Mm. So she understand me, and and we didn't make the honeymoon till till I win the European Championship. <laughs> <No. laughs>
0: Wow wow yeah
1: so th- th- this is the moment when the new Peter was born, and I was very, very committed to the process and when I finished uh, the two thousand sixteen year of rehabilitation, I came into the to- two thousand seventeen year and I started to win every competition I'm going. I was very hungry to succeed to success, and I was Hungry in every in every practice in every training every day and this thing motivates me <laughs> every day since since then.
0: But again, you 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 have some amazing stories. So l- let me ask you one other. <laughs> you you mentioned some interesting things. You uh, uh, on the one hand, judo is a very solitary uh, sport because it's you and your opponent just. Uh, playing with one another on the other hand you also have a team so so uh, how, how does the balance between the individual nature and the teamwork in judo work
1: it's a good question because after everything after all the trainings and after all the and the process and the trainings and the uh, th- thing we do before the competition. In the end, at the competition, you are fighting alone against the opponent that comes in front of you. Um, but in the trainings, you always train, training. You always train with a partner. You can't train alone. So there is, a, I think, there is an individual games. Uh, you with yourself, of course. But there is also a team. A team uh, uh, playing so you must uh, you must be uh, with a good uh, connection with the team with a good energy always uh, playing with others in the the trainings every day it's a it's a very complicated sport
0: (laughs) yeah so 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 uh, what can you know the teamwork you that you do in judo does it translate to the business world or professional world and how, what are some of the lessons that people can learn about teamwork from judo that may be applied to the world of business? Uh,
1: I think there is a, a lot of uh, a good uh, things that uh, connects to the business world uh, that can learn from judo. I think the, the special one is to be committed to yourself, to be uh, to be uh, with self uh, self uh, confidence because it's true that you're always playing with others but in the in the end of the uh, in the end of the day you when you lying on your on your bed and you think what you what you did today you must tell yourself that you did everything everything to be to be better today to be better tomorrow, better version of yourself. So I think this is the main thing uh, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do uh, work with myself every day, and I'm trying to do uh, better than I used to, to be uh, yesterday.
0: Now, do you see yourself as a leader, and uh, do you think you need leadership skills to be part of the Juro team?
1: Um, The natural answer to that is, uh, of course, of course, I mean, look, there is a professional leader of of the team, and this is the coach of the team, but I think I'm the leader of myself also, because no one can push me uh, hard to work hard on the trainings. uh, no one can push me to do that. Only I can push myself. So, as I said, I must, be, uh, I must be the leader of myself. I must to, uh, wake myself in the morning and be on very high energy of motivation. And these things uh, should, should be
0: two, even three times a day. So, I do how think
1: it's, how do you, how uh, do you, very, it's very common.
0: Yeah. How do you keep yourself well, motivated? Uh, <laughs> I think the,
1: all the complex of the things that uh, I'm been through my, of all of my life. Uh, I think this is uh, a big motivation for me because mm. I know, I know, because I know I have a goal, and all my life I was uh, heading to this goal, to this dream, and when the when the days are pa are passing and I'm. Getting closer to to my goal, I understand that it's not a dream anymore. It's it's a target, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make it uh, the best. So this is the thing are very very motivates me, and I'm trying to wake up every day with a high level energy and to affect on others also, on on my partners uh, to work hard also and. This is the teamwork on this aspect.
0: Uh, wh- what do you think has been your biggest challenge, Peter?
1: The biggest challenge is to know when you work hard uh, and when you're uh, exaggerating. Because the, the line between overtraining and high motivation and good training and overtraining is very very uh tiny so you you must train hard and work hard but with uh efficiency with uh, a lot of uh, uh thinking and to do it smart it's very difficult because you want to push yourself to the limit but when you pass this limit it can it it can comes with the injuries uh that that uh, That can uh, lead to a lot of uh, time a uh, time waste so so uh, I think my biggest challenge is to keep pushing myself to the limit, but uh, with a lot of uh, responsibility right uh, It's very very difficult thing to do.
0: I know, I know, I know. Uh, What what do you regret the most in your career, until now?
1: Wow. (laughs) Actually, this is the first time uh, someone asking me
2: this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think my biggest regret... I can think of one moment that... uh, um, as I mentioned before, the first injury, the first big injury on my knee, I'm regret that I didn't come back to the national team uh, sooner. I'm regret that uh, you know I can say I'm regret but I'm believing I believe that everything is for the good and all all the things I've been through lead uh, lead uh, to the moment I I am right now so I think uh, I'm complete uh, with everything uh, I did, so.
0: <laughs> now, what was okay. the injury? Was the injury your big, the biggest setback that you faced in your career? And I wonder what you learned from that experience.
1: I learned that sometimes I must, uh, I must let go. I'm not. Uh, I'm always trying to. To win, and I always trying to uh, to fight uh, till the end. But my my last injury taught me that sometimes you must let go because there is not no other option. The other options are injuries that that makes you uh, that makes you uh, through, uh, come through a lot of uh, difficult things. Uh, a lot of months uh, of, of time waste. But if I if I was falling to the on the, on my back with the Mongolian uh, guy that I fight in China, I was uh, losing the fight. But I, I was not. In, uh, but I, I wouldn't injure so bad. So yeah. I was uh, I w I would be able to continue uh, chasing my dream uh, on on the Real Olympics. Uh, several years uh, sooner. So maybe this is my uh, biggest setback and my uh, conclusions on my uh, last injury.
0: Yeah. Uh, what does excellence mean to you, Peter?
1: Excellence is everything. I think every every time we approach to do something, we should do it uh, with excellence. And uh, uh, This is uh, what my grandfather Told me, and this is the this is the things he was uh, teaching me when I was young. Every every time I'm I'm doing something, I should do it perfect. So this is the way I'm training, and this is I think this is a a, like a motivation to everybody, not only uh, athletes in judo, not only athletes. Every businessman and every, every man, I think every man and woman should uh, pursue excellence in every aspect of the life. Uh,
0: so, Peter, what was what the highest point in your career, in you as a judoka?
1: I think uh, professionally, I can tell you uh, immediately that. Uh, European Championship medal. It's uh, it's my highest point in my career because professionally, it means that uh, I succeeded to make a medal in in my uh, target uh, championship. That it's a European Championship because there is two big uh, competitions in uh, in our uh, season. It's European Championship and World Championship. Between them, there is a lot of Grand Prix and Grand Slam. That, are, that also are global competition with a lot of uh, uh, competitors around the world and actually it's always the same competitors. They are coming to uh, the competitions. Some, some are uh, coming to that, some are coming to that, but eventually it's always the same uh, competitors. But I can tell you uh, a great story about one com- big competition uh, that change that ch- changes me as a, as a man and as an athlete in my country so it was uh, last year's Grand slam of Abu Dhabi. okay because uh, because we are uh, because i'm coming from israel uh, israeli cannot uh, go to Abu Dhabi because it, it's an, uh, it's an arab country and we don't we don't have a political uh, relationships with them. So getting inside Abu Dhabi in, every year in uh, this competition are very very difficult things. and after all the security problems and political problems, eventually we're finally in, inside the country. It's not very it's not an easy job to do like in every other competition. We are not uh, doing the same rituals uh, as, as we're doing uh, uh, normally because it's, uh, we have a heavy security. But uh, they, are, they are not uh, allowed us to walk away from the hotel. So the routine was only inside the hotel and and back to the competition. And this is the only, thing, the only two places we allowed to be. Yeah. You hear me? You hear me? Good.
0: Yes, yes, I'm listening.
1: Okay. So when when the day comes and I'm uh, I should uh, go on, on the mat and compete, there is a lot of uh, pressure uh, that I'm feeling from the media, from the from uh, my family and from all the, all my country that are watching this uh, special competition. And eventually, I managed to, to win the gold medal. It's the first time that the Israeli flag and the Israeli anthem, Atikva, are playing in uh, in an Arab country. Oh wow! And yes, this is, was very, very special place, a special moment because I I can tell you that every time I'm winning the gold medal in every everywhere in the world. I'm very proud of it, and I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm very emotional about it. But in Abu Dhabi it was much, much better, uh, many, many, many times uh, better than than uh, usually, because I felt that sports winning the politics. Yeah, and it was a big, big thing uh, for me and for my country.
0: Oh, that's... after the
1: competition I'm coming I'm coming back to the hotel and the prime minister of Israel are, are calling to me to bless me and he say Peter you did a great job you did a great job for your country a great service and I was very very honored and very very proud uh, to talk with him and I think I got 3,000 messages that night in uh, three in three different uh, applications in WhatsApp in Facebook and in instagram and i think and I think that I didn't sleep three nights. the first <laughs> night I, w- I was t- taking over one app the, other, the, the second night there was the Instagram and then the facebook <laughs> after after three nights, I think I covered all the uh, all the messages from all the apps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a great
1: story. And, I, and in, that, in that moment, I understand that I did something big for my country oh, And that's... right away, all, all, all the newspapers and all the media and all the uh, TV shows was, um, was uh, interviewing me. and this competition changed my life really. I, was, uh, I, I started to be uh, known in every, in every place I'm going. People are blessing me and tell me tell me you that I can't lose and can lose uh, no more fights because everybody watching so <laughs> <laughs> everybody watching and it is very very uh, proud moment I think uh,
0: th- thank you for sharing that story I'm very very glad you you told me that story because uh, i think it's a story that shows what you said it's that peace is more important than politics i think it's a it's a beautiful story
1: this is the most important thing that sports can overcome all the the politics and all the bad things yeah
0: i agree i agree with you thank you for sharing that i just have a a couple of uh, uh, final questions I see that you are very active okay. on Instagram and Facebook. So, how do you use social media to build your brand?
1: Um, first of all, I'm getting uh, I'm getting uh, a lot of uh, messages on on the direct message. Uh, the people are telling me that I'm giving them a lot of motivation in the in every uh, video and uh, pictures that I put. Because I'm sharing a lot of my uh, trainings and the uh, process I'm i being uh, through uh, on my uh, on my uh, uh, how I shall say it on my uh, <laughs> daily routine. Okay, yeah. Sorry, on my on my daily routine uh, every day till the Olympics. So I'm getting a lot of messages. And it's make it's not they they tell me that I'm giving them motivation, but these messages messages are also giving me a lot of motivation. But and uh, I understand that I'm doing something good, uh, not only to myself and also to the people uh, who follow me. So I have a lot of responsibility, I think. that uh, I'm effect on other people. Yeah. So first of all. First of all, I feel the privilege to affect on other people. Yeah, it's a big honor for me. Yeah, and uh, I think I think that uh, that uh, Instagram and Facebook are very very good uh, way to people uh, communicate uh, with each other. And I am, I I can tell you I have friends all over the world, and we are talking to each other and we are sharing uh, our stories together. And uh, we follow even even people I didn't met, so it's very very fun.
0: Wow, uh, so I have one last question for you, Peter. Uh, how do you define success? Oh, it's
1: a very good question. <laughs> I define success. Uh, okay, I think success is is a thing that. Uh, I think if I'm if I'm uh, doing something that I I couldn't done before, it can be uh, a day before, it can, it can be a week before, it can be a month month one month or, or even a year. But if I if I can do now that I if I can do now something that I couldn't done before, I think this is success. Uh, it can be in every level uh, of your life, but uh, not only sports or business or uh, everything. Uh, always uh, trying to do something that you couldn't do done before. I think this is
0: a success. That that's a wonderful answer. So, Peter, thank you. Yes, yeah, so I think so, for me this is the definition. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a very good definition. So, Peter, thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, your taking the time to speak with Knowledge at Wharton. And I hope that uh, you will win an Olympic medal. Hmm?
1: I'm hoping to. I will (laughs) do my best to do it. Thank you for your time. Good luck. Good luck to you. Thank you, dear Michael.
0: For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.